Yo, what's good, what's good, what's good, what's good, what's good? We here early on a Wednesday. <laughs> what's going on, Brent? Oh, you know, just kicking it. You just Hanging. kicking it? Life is good? Yeah, it's a, it's a Anglo-Saxon holiday. It is St. Patty's Day, right? It is. I'm dressed. Okay, you up? Oh, you ready? Can we whiskey see it? Whiskey, whiskey business. We ready? Always ready. Jameson on standby. Oh, John. oh, you turning up? You going out tonight? I'm staying in the house. Thank you very much. Okay, all right. Good. It is what it is. Look, we'd like to thank y'all for joining us. Uh, the Dope Dialogue Podcast. I am your host, Kennard. And uh, that's my co-host, pouring a drink, Brittany mm-hmm. King, turning up mm-hmm. on St. Patty's Day. Uh, we'd like to thank y'all for joining us once again earlier in the day. Uh, you know, the boy get tired later on in the evening, and I, I have an engagement, so I got some things. I got t- uh, I'm stepping out. I'm see if I can I can avoid eating some booty tonight. You know what I'm saying? I'm. I'm going. I'm, I'm gonna do my thing, though. You know what I'm saying. You got you got people here an hour early, and you're not dedicating to at least giving the butt munch a shot. No, nah, look, we are gonna have a butt munch check early. I haven't done it in the last week. I don't plan but on next doing it. Week though, <laughs> there might be a different situation because he's checking out. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm going to go ahead and hit the sex toy store this evening, see if I can find something fun. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, you know, I'm going to get my my Barry White on and, uh, you know, put on the love jams and the candles. Usually we say women have dick appointments, but low-key, you might have a dick appointment. (laughs) I'm just saying. Look, I'm trying to turn up and, uh, you know... I had to take advantage. No, really, we just wanted to see who here. I mean, it's daylights. Daylight savings happen. We lost the whole hour, so technically it's 5 o'clock. Uh, we're just trying to see if you awake. Trying to see who this worked for. If you here with us once again, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you some more. Um, I'm super lit. I'm ready to tie, try some new shit. Uh, now that the STEMI is hit, do you... Do, Stimmy's hit. <laughs> oh. Stimmy's hit for those that get Stimmy's. You know? Stimmy's hit. I- I've been seeing all kinds of messages. And, you know, I, I want to talk about, you know, doing things and trying new things. I-, I think that a lot of times we get caught up and what we think we want to do, or we get caught up in what we think we're going to like. And sometimes we need to to step outside of ourselves and try some new things. Now, I'm going to be honest, I've pretty much quarantined at home, uh, and it's it's probably been over a year and some change since I've been out to the restaurant and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to try to eat food in a new restaurant setting. I'm, I, I want to know, do they still use silverware? 
Um, are we socially distancing? I know a lot of these places are 100%, but I'm interested to see what it looks like inside of a restaurant uh, and whether or not it's social distance. It feels like it's going to be new. Now, I don't, I don't want to be scared. I don't want to be worried. But it is new. And then I started thinking about some of the other new things that I want to do as as the world opens up, right? Um, a couple of my homies, they hit me. They was like, yo, why don't you take your big ass to the store and get you a bike? And like, we going we gonna to bike ride around Austin. And I'm like, I'm like having to check myself like, Cause I'm not a bike riding individual. You know what I'm saying? I graduated past the bike when I went to motorcycles at like 22, 23. It was like, we not riding the 10 speeds no more. We not, you know what I'm saying? We don't, I don't even know if I can sit on a bike for a long period of time. Like that's, I don't know if that's the, if, is that the vibe is, is riding bikes dope? I mean, because I, I haven't, what if I fall? You know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm scared of falling. I, I don't want to fall. Uh, I would prefer uh, to not hurt myself because of the way my checkings and savings is set up. But I think that it's mandatory that I get a bike and I get out here with my two other music homies and start riding the bike around the block. Uh, it definitely can help with some of this poundage I got going on in the belly area. But there's some fear there because it's it's new. And then, you know, how I'm going to look? <laughs> because the truth is, is I, I, I feel like I got to look fly at everything I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I go to the golf course, you know, this is not something I normally do, right? When I was younger, when I first started playing golf, I went to the golf course in Air Force Ones and jean shorts, okay? Because that's that's what I felt comfortable in, and I felt that I looked good. Playing golf was something new. It wasn't something that I regularly woke up and was like, you know, brother about to just go hit the golf course, right? Especially not before Tiger Woods, right? Before Tiger Woods... Ain't nobody trying to go golf. As soon as Tiger started golfing, yeah, I saw in myself another individual that was out here dominating dominating the game. And I thought to myself, as a black man, I could probably I could probably go dominate some golf. I was wrong. Golf's way harder than I thought it was going to be. As well, it's not something that I normally would have done. Until I had a family member invite me out. Yo, why don't you come hang? And it was one of the dopest experiences for me because my whole group, 15, 20 dudes, was all black. I ain't even know that this existed, right? And then they talking shit, talking how they better than you. You know what I'm saying? I I just, you know, it was something new. I didn't want to be a golfer. But after I started playing it, right? The matter of fact, the first time that I played it, I found out that they did jackpots. I was, oh, with some gambling involved. Okay. I'm with that. They drinking beers. I don't know what I'm doing. 
closest to the pin on a part three. I'm like, I bet, you know, let me get in that for $5. I won $75 that day. It was a wrap. I was, I thought I was the man. Now, normally I wouldn't have even chose to play golf. I was a caddy when I was younger. I really thought that this sport was only for uh, the Anglo-Saxons, my, my white brethren, I thought that this was their game and I wasn't invited. I felt like I was only able to be a caddy because that was my experience. And as I grew up, I had somebody to introduce me to it. And it's something that I don't think African-Americans normally go look to do. And it necess- it was definitely wasn't popular until Tiger Woods came around. It was the same way with this bike riding, right? Like my homie said, yo, you should come on, jump on the bike with me. And get with the other. And they rode. They was riding like seven, eight miles. My guy, I don't I don't even walk a mile. How I'm going to ride a bike for seven or eight? And they like, they posting their little statistics on, on Instagram. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, is you bragging? That's, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I, you know, I try and uplift, uplift my bros, my brothers. I'm like, yo, that's dope. I'm, I see you out here. And he is like, yo, you should come out. And I'm like, should I though? Should I really go out? I mean, is that something I should do? It feels like it's something brand new. I tried to ride a bike and, and you know, the seat. What if the seat ain't comfortable? You know what I'm saying? You seat all up in your ass all day. Um, Brittany clearly is going to respond in the chat. Brittany is like biking is a low impact also for the older. Dang. Y'all see how Brittany just called me old? Hey, Brie, you, Brie, you ain't got to talk no more. Let's, let's talk about it. I, should I go out here biking and do something new? Is this should we should we be open to trying new things we don't never ever really do? I mean, a bike is cool. Shit, she got a bike. She be- yeah, no, this professional biking though. You gotta know, you gotta know Austin, Texas, and how they be out here. They be having a full tour de France hookups on. You know what I'm saying? With the Maybe biker better. shorts and the helmets, I can't. I don't know if I can gotta, do all that. You got to do some novice level shit first. Yeah, facts. I feel like if I got to yeah. go out there, though, I got to be mad bright. I got to have extra, extra flair so I can be seen. Why? If you want to be seen as something you don't think you you potentially are not good at? No, I want to be seen so don't nobody hit me. Because these dudes, look, you understand, Austin My is nigga. super bike friendly. Like, they got bike lanes in the middle of these streets. Who and the last thing, you? what's that? Who ain't going to see you? I don't know. What if they you do? Man, look, people are blind. Stuff. You better put on your little reflector vest and get to peddling. Yeah, but can I be, I, I need to be smooth, though. You know what I'm saying? I got to make the 10-speed. Is there a 14 speed? I don't even know what speeds the bike come in no more. I don't know. I just know I have a beach cruiser with a bell and a basket. I need a beach cruiser. But that's what I'm saying. It's already peer pressure. It's It's already peer pressure in this bad boy because I already know how my homies is coming. You know what I'm saying? My homies, they coming in the gear. 10 speeds, bent over, biking. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like. I'm, I'm not coming for that, sir. No, so, okay. 
I just got to deal with my fear. Kick it on the bike. Kick it. No one said you got to be a Tour de France ass gold medalist. Oh, okay. You kicking it. Yeah, but I don't want to lose though. What if what if I'm trying to win and they like what oh, if they well, look they, back they, like they, yo Canard? Start with them. Oh, don't don't ride with them then? I w- I wouldn't start with them. Oh, okay. Maybe I had to do some secret training at the house around the block, around the neighborhood, prepare myself. A couple miles with the kid one time (laughs) on on the evening after dinner or something, you know? Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. Since the pandemic, I really have felt like, like this is the opportunity for a lot of us to try new stuff. Like I think that people should really take the opportunity to just try something different because the truth is, is that life is about experiences. Life is about enjoying yourself and having a good time. And I don't necessarily want to be limited by what we think we should be doing. Cause it's cool or not, you know, right. like initially I did struggle. Cause I'm like, is biking even really my vibe? Not that it's cool or not, but is it my vibe? Is it something like the homie can get down and then I'm like, but what if I feel that wind pressing on my beard? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I might. This is might, your concern. Yeah, I might catch a whole movie, a whole movie look. You know what I'm saying? It might be in slow motion. Then I'm well, going to need cameras. Get a GoPro and put it on your chest and document Facts. your bike life. I got to get a GoPro. Do some slow since motion. You, since you're gonna be a since you're gonna be a biker. I'm a look, I may try it. I don't know. I had to share with you how it go. Uh I, I think that I am gonna try it. I do think I'm gonna have to get some practice. It's been a good f- what? This time, this it's time gotta be at like, least twenty years bitch. since I rode a bike. It was a while since I rode one. I got one like maybe two years ago. How many times have you been on the beach cruiser? Probably about eight, ten. I was excited about it when I first got it, and then I lost my excitement per use. Did you have somebody to ride with? Uh, Take it to the beach? I didn't go to the beach necessarily because here's the thing. I live in a beach city. However, I don't live on the beach. So it's either you ride your bike to the beach and prepare your ass to ride your ass back. Or oh. you don't ride to the beach because I'm not putting it in a car. Yeah, how far are you away from the? Oh, you gonna flip the hair on them? How far are you away from the beach by bike ride? By bike ride, does that mean minutes or just? Yeah, by yeah, by minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why would I do that? Oh, the people don't want to ride their bike to the beach. Somebody do. Lots of people do. It's just not going to be her. It's about... It's probably two miles away. Two and a half, maybe? Three? That sounds about 10 minutes. 15 minutes. Excuse me? Ish. My dudes was doing six miles in in an hour. I'm not those niggas. And neither are you. Yeah, I'm not riding my bike for an hour. What? I mean, I can ride, riding a bike for an hour is not a bad thing. It's just the thought of like, wherever you go, you have to get back. You do got to get back. 
So we, you can't be like, oh, yeah, I'm about to go. It's only seven miles away. I could do that. But then you got to remember, you got to go seven miles back. Yeah, you do. You do got to do that. So when you're ready for your seven-mile bike ride, you better stop at three and a half and turn it around. Facts. Facts. What new things do you plan on trying this year? Are we trying new things? Come on, I man. Like if we open up, I feel like like we got to. Because you might find some other things that you want to do. Different types of whiskey, not just Jameson. Uh, hey, that's trying something new as you sip on. Um, uh, never mind. I was about to incriminate myself. Um, being more available how about that oh hey oh shoot with the wink she letting them know hey i ain't mad you should be more available i hope that people try love in 2021 i think love is very underrated right now a lot of you motherfuckers need it okay wow a lot of you motherfuckers is out here existing without love uh, either in your heart Right, or somebody else giving it to you because you out here thinking you missing something. Settle your whole ass down and and try some love, okay? I'm feeling attacked. (laughs) I'm feeling attacked. I just want you to know that's something in my soul. I'm look, I'm trying to help the people. So a lot of y'all out here, y'all been in the house. It's gonna be a lot of raging going on and hormones. And I would advise a lot of y'all to try love. This, every, look, because you may find out you I like it. What you every say? Time, I said every time I was on a sneaky link, I said, Ooh, is this worth the COVID? Is it worth the COVID, huh? Is this is this worth the COVID? Because Did right you? now, somebody stagnant would be a good thing to have. But here I am taking calculated risks for the for for love. That's good though. Mm, well, love? now no one said. See, you you got ahead of yourself with the love word. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said. Calculated risk for love? No one said that. I said uh, a sneaky link. Look, I, uh, sneaky link your way to some love. We need to play hey. some Barry White. Barry White need to sing to the whole nation, and y'all need to get y'all love game together. As long as it's not R. Kelly. Oh, uh, yeah, we can't play no R. Kelly, even though I was singing that earlier randomly. Oh, really? And I was singing the, the most terrible yeah. Your mind's telling me no, but your body. The worst one. Come the on. worst one. It wasn't even like step in the name of love. Like right, the worst step in one. the name of love. I went to uh, a wedding like two years ago. Manifest step in the name of love. What'd you say? I said I went to a wedding like two years ago. Maybe and they three, played it, and they and I was just like, Ooh. was it awkward? Yes. People was people, paused out. Some people. Some people were like. Hey, it still slap. It do slap, and you and gotta people, get your step I, on. I was there like, oh, what do I do? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Did you end up um, stepping? I just sung it quietly to the side. 
I was like, step, step, side to side, grounding. But I didn't get in the middle of the dance floor with all the shenanigans. I was just like, okay, we don't co-sign this man any longer. Step, step, side. Okay, let me go back to the bar. I had to make my way out of the situation. That's funny. Manifest said, it's nothing wrong with the bike life. It came to you for a reason, so you should go handle that. We always jump on Brit, jumping out there. You need to do the same. I agree, Manifest. The The only issue that I got is, Hello. I don't know, I got to find some time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to find some time to put it in my schedule. You make time for what you want. Facts. Well, right I now. To, told that to a couple niggas this past year. <laughs> Facts. Look, make time for love, fellas. You make time for what you want. I hope y'all try and love in the new year. Try love. That being That's why said, you gotta get out early because he's trying to love. Yeah, I'm trying to try some love tonight. I'm gonna go ahead and set the Ooh. mood. Get oh, my little shit. pouch ready. You yeah, know, put some oils <laughs> and some some candles. You know what I'm saying? The boy uh-huh. trying to do his thing tonight. <laughs> Plus, I got my stimmy, too. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to make time for? This stimulus check. Make some time for that. <laughs> but I got stimulated. I'm trying I to look, look, I done got stimulated. I'm about to go to the toy store and buy some toys. What you going to buy? I'm getting slightly uncomfortable. However, I would like to know what you're going to buy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know yet. I may buy something for me and her. It might be something small. Maybe something big. I might I might gift. Gift gift. We'll see. I don't know. What does gift gift mean? I don't know. I, I haven't decided a, a spending limit yet. But I got that stimmy. So I'm going to stimulate the economy. At least 100. <laughs> Damn. I mean... Do I gotta give it to her? Can I take it back? Shit, a hundred dollars. I mean, the good stuff costs like a like you know, uh, uh, a little bit. Now I'm down to thirteen hundred. It was thirteen hundred more than what you started with. Facts. Plus, it'll probably reward me too. Um, so I can't let, stand this thing. <laughs> let's talk about it. Twitter was on fire today. Did you check About Twitter out? The Twitter was on fire today. What was what was the tweets running with today? Um, me don't do nothing dumb with your fourteen hundred dollars stimulus. Also, me baby goat drinking out of the McDonald's cup. I like that when I see you. Fourteen hundred stimmy hit me. Can I have an Oreo McFlurry? McDonald's the machine is down. Me, how much it costs to fix it? Period. <laughs> Facts. I got it today. I'm pointing all the time. Money bag Joe. The stimulus checks bill is signed, and direct deposits start this weekend. Crab leg crabs on Friday night. Thinking about their legs. Get some. We going to eat. It's gonna be good. I bet you people was out too. This the one I saw. Direct deposit fourteen hundred. Me and Target. Give me the large kickballs outside. You out of line. Oh, Target. I didn't know that. I didn't know that the large red balls were like a universal Target thing. Yeah, man. I love them things. Because most people used to sit on them pre-COVID. 
I don't know if people <laughs> still sit on them post COVID, but I feel like uh, you know they used to. I mean, one day we'll get back once we got all uh, vaccinated and whatnot. Yeah, I, you know. Facts. I'm gonna sit on one on the strength. Next time I go to Target, I'm gonna sit on one and take a picture. And, and just see, yeah, no, you gotta have those. I like this one right here. Fourteen per child. Hold up, Murray. Maybe the baby does kind of look like me. Damn. <laughs> now the internet is ice cold. Do you know who Tupac is? I have to ask. I know you do. Um, you remember Brenda's got a baby? Yes. Do you remember Brenda's got a baby? Yes. So they did the meme over Brenda holding her baby saying Brenda was upset that she threw $1,400 in the garbage. And I was like, y'all are out of line. The internet is out of line. Why is y'all tripping? You know how out of line you are for asking me if I know who Tupac is? No, I know, but I I had to ask. I don't want to. I should hang up. No, you shouldn't. I should. I should. It's disrespect. Is it disrespectful? Because honestly, there are a lot of people I don't know. I just, look, not only that. Yeah, some people I don't. Yeah, look. I used to make assumptions, and you know what they say about making an assumption. When you assume. You make an ass and you don't eat none. Oh, okay. That wasn't what I heard, but yes. <laughs> As we go to the next one, direct deposit, $1,400. Me at the dollar store. Where? The $2 stuff. Period. Where I'm is the $2 stuff? Oh. $1,400 in the bank account, food, land, cashier, Makai, card number, please. Me, no need. That was not funny. I don't know who you are. Let me get Ooh. the whale. That was whack. Mm, we had some funnier ones earlier, but look, the, the truth is, is everyone on the internet is having a fun time with the $1,400. Uh, and the stimulus check, I think that is hilarious. Uh, unfortunately, it was a, a couple of tragedies out there, too, though. You know, people uh, acting yeah. way, way, way unusual over $1,400. Uh, unfortunately, the bad side, there was a gentleman who, <clears throat> you know, he got into it with his baby mama uh, about $1,400, and he wanted the money, and... She was like, I'll give you 450 and he wasn't having that, and he ran up in the house, and he <laughs> killed four of the family members and shot her, uh, and now he's going to jail. He, 400, 1400, none of it matters anymore. Nothing matters. You, like, for life. Idiot. You could have easily went to jail for free without killing people if that was the issue. Like I don't, I don't even know how in his right ma- mind he saw that to be an acceptable course of action. Right. Oh, this is gonna get you to fourteen hundred right here. This Everybody decision right here. Stupid. This is gonna get you to fourteen. The I'm almost <laughs> starting to feel like with the last couple of days of shenanigans. I feel like we're almost back to regular old raggedy ass United States pre-COVID. Oh yeah, I feel. 
But I mean, I feel like it's some places ain't never stopped. Facts. Because we didn't we didn't have a whole bunch of raggedy shit during COVID because everybody was in the house. But now we back. Some to places it's been way raggedy here in in Texas. It's been a lot of raggedy shit popping off. And this past weekend, I was out and about getting getting to the money, and you know, as I, we open a hundred percent now, so people are out and about. I think it was t- two people shot in Austin this past weekend. Uh, yeah. Matter of fact, <clears throat> the last two weekends, somebody that been shot in Austin. So, Damn. you know, it's it's all kinds of raggedy shit happening. People shooting people in Atlanta, and uh, you know, speaking of that, I'm you know, I, I don't. You know, just I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Initially, I wasn't really aware of the anti-Asian sentiment, hmm. just because I didn't have it. Right? It wasn't something in my reality. Matter of fact, one of my dopest homies is Korean. Right? And so, so I, I rock with the Asian culture. I love the food. You know, um, and so I just I wasn't aware of it. Probably like a lot of white people aren't aware of the African American struggle, right? Like, like I would probably say just because I wasn't living it, I'm not an Asian. I don't have conversations on the regular about what's going on in their community. I wasn't aware of the anti Asian sentiment that was going on. Now I did hear certain things about. Uh, you know, people being disrespectful by calling them coronavirus. I heard that, you know, in the in the G League, which is the minor leagues for the NBA, Jeremy Lin, who played as an NBA player, had come out and said, you know, no, one of the players was trash talking and like he called me coronavirus, which that's you know what trash. I'm saying? That's 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 mad trash. You know, yeah. I'm not going to lie. When I heard it, I just, I don't get it. Why are we treating Asians like, like they was over there and they were directly responsible for a global pandemic? Like, like. I, I don't know. Again, it may be my being naive about the matter because I'm not quite sure. Um, I don't know. I I did see a lot of an influx of like Asian hate crime um, over the past maybe like six months or so, but I don't know if that's a, if that's a directly associated with coronavirus or if it's just people being out of control. Probably white folks. I ain't gonna hold you. More often than not, finding a new target for the time being. I'm not sure. Well, it says here that in Atlanta that eight people were fatally shot. Six of them were Asian. Mm-hmm. And this took place at an Atlanta area massage parlor. They it also wasn't just, it wasn't just one, it was a series of So he went to multiple. Yes, three. There was young Asian massage parlor in Cherokee County and then Gold Spot and Buckhead and aromatherapy spa, which was across the street, also in Buckhead. My G was on a rampage. Just don't, I don't get it. He didn't walk into one spot and shoot up people. He said, 
I'm gonna shoot y'all here and I'm gonna move to the next and shoot y'all there and go to my third final and shoot people there. Right. <clears throat> this says anti-Asian hate crimes increased by nearly 150% in 2020, mostly in NY and LA. Wow. And I did hear about LA like like that it did increase and that they were dealing with it, but I just don't I don't understand what the motivation is. Is it coronavirus? Is it people just acting up? Why are they being targeted? Either way, it's super trash. Now, I did see something where this guy did say that he had a sex addiction. So, which then leads me to believe, were these the Asian... Uh, massage parlors that provided happy endings because we know those exist, right? We're not going to play like that don't exist. You hit up an Asian massage parlor for the right price, make it a happy ending. All that being said, was was he refused service? Um, I did feel he feel like discriminated against? <laughs> what? It could have been the case, right? It could have been the case. But even if it even if that was the situation, it was still three stops. Yeah. So it wasn't like it wasn't like a one off incident like where I was here earlier, Shorty didn't want to, you know, and give three me a stops means got, got. it's premeditated and you didn't you didn't feel any remorse for the first action. I'm trying to figure out how he got from one to three. That's ridiculous. Maybe one to two, but you made it all the way to three spots without getting caught. Georgia, what's good with your cops? Yeah. What is the issue? I was mad uh, and confused. That, like you know, even if even if they were sex workers, that doesn't. No, it, even it if doesn't... they were sex workers, it would for at least for me, maybe possibly point towards motive. I just I don't understand. Once again, if he went to a, a massage parlor, he targeted these places where Asians were working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so is it a hate crime or was it a a sex crime? And and I guess it really doesn't matter to understand it from the Mm -hmm. standpoint that it's a loss of life. But anytime that you see something like, like the individual who killed his baby mama's family over the stimulus check money, we know what the motive was. And we know he mm-hmm. was probably, he he might have lost a job. He might have been depressed. He might have been on drugs. He might have had a lot of other things before that incident in which his mental health was not addressed. And he snapped because he felt that he was entitled to some money because he, 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 he got her pregnant, right? To which she said, you don't do nothing, but I'll give you 450 which to me is a good amount if you don't do nothing. But it wasn't enough for him. He snapped. With this guy in Atlanta, why? 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 Make it make sense for me. So I, I just, it's, it's a tragedy. It's sad. I don't understand why people are attacking Asians. Um because, to, you know, if it is COVID related, it doesn't make sense to me because when I think about COVID and I think about the pandemic, 
the first thing that comes to mind for me is Trump was terrible at handling the situation. The first thing that doesn't, you know, that isn't coming to mind is, oh, this is Asian people's fault. You know, but also, if you're if you're a fan of Trump, you're not going to denounce your leader. So couldn't be his fault. It, right. Right. It's the China virus. Hello. I just. People are idiots. People are stupid. And if if you're attacking Asian people for any reason, racist, covid. Pretty much. One of the lowest forms of life in my book. That's bullshit. I just I don't I don't understand it. So um He's manifesting here talking. Yeah, what 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 manifest say? Manifest say it goes a little deeper for me. I think everything that people disregarded about black folks' plight is circling back around to other races. Drugs, racism, money issues, etc. So Yes, I will say that unfortunately many Asians treated and continue to treat our folks subpar but continue to make money off us. I emphasize, but we can't miss that contrast. Okay, so Manifest took it a step further. I I will say this. As far as Asians go in the black community, We can easily solve that by building our own businesses and withholding our dollar. If you want to control the business in your neighborhood, where you shop, where you go, who you buy hair from, who you part, you know, the corner store. That's your right to hold your dollar. Now, have has the Asian community always been? Pleasant to African Americans? Nah. Nah, it's been it's been some times where they've been racist to us. You know, like that's just the honest to God's truth. Um I will tell you that that's not my environment. Right? That is not my reality in regards to where I shop and where I frequent. I don't Go to the beauty supply. I order stuff off Amazon now, right? Maybe 10, 15 years ago, but I, I just, I don't hit those spots. I'm not really in the Asian joints. Um, and maybe I don't I mean, have enough. Amazon doesn't necessarily support a black dollar either. No, I, I agree. I, I I don't disagree with that, but I, I'm so, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving it to, I, I, what I'm trying to say is I'm not in, in the Asian business right now as far as withholding my dollar for me the closest place is black owned is is 35 40 minutes away from me now when it co- comes to what my my location no i mean what what kind of business are we talking about that's uh, like 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 a, a black owned beauty supply okay right um, mm-hmm. and, and so since I don't usually, I may go get like some pink moisturizer for my mm-hmm. beard. Uh, you know, I may pick up a do rag or two, uh, but it's so infrequent. The convenience of ordering it on, on Amazon for me is really what it is. Now, black people say, oh, you, you should, 
I get that. I understand that, but I'm busy. I be running. I don't always have time to make 45-minute trips just to go get a black-owned product. Sometimes it, it just don't work like that. But that being said, coming back around, Manifest is right. Heroin in the white community, you know, we know when it was crack, we were thugs. It was a it was an epidemic. Now with heroin in the white community, now we want to do things. Now we want to help because they're killing themselves. Um, I'm not going to hold you. I'm not very versed on what the heroin epidemic looks like right now who it affects. I'm just, maybe I'm disconnected from that. Um, I'm not, not knee deep in it, but, but I've been aware. I've seen the clips on social media where, you know, you have people who are caught in their cars, high ODing. you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Falling asleep at the register slumped over. Um, mm-hmm. And I think before the pandemic, that's where a lot of the the inpatient stuff was coming from was was a lot of ODs from heroin. And it's made its way to the suburbs. People are losing jobs. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, heroin had been killing people. Now, I agree with Manifest has said, but the only side I want to see is you know, as those things are coming around, I would like to see African-Americans build more wealth uh, for ourselves in this country. That's the only thing, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I understand that maybe maybe because Asians were putting out bad energy, now it's coming back. Or, you know, because the white, white people uh, systematically have oppressed, you know, now it's affecting their neighborhoods. I get it, um, but... The other side for me to that story is is from a human and a humanity aspect is still fairly tragic, and I don't necessarily understand it. Why are we attacking Asians? What have Asians done? You know, but I guess y'all attack black people, and all we was done, all we've done is be black. You don't need a reason. You're a black man driving in a parking lot. Uh, got stopped and harassed by a a, a a mall cop who's trying to pass himself off as a sheriff until the real cop came and cleared that shit up and told the black guys, y'all go ahead and keep it moving. And then the white dude said, y'all keep at it. The, the county dude who had his little patch, the man was like, fuck you. <laughs> I was like, like, because why are you behaving like this, sir? Why are you harassing us? Because we look a certain way. So I guess we could attack Asians too. I guess Asians can be attacked for being Asian. If black people can be attacked for being black. They can. Without a doubt. Manifest said not even heroin. Opioids is mad epidemic. Oh, we have to step up. No doubt the solidarity wasn't there for us mad years until recent. I agree. I think that this this push towards trying to own property and uh, crowdsource wealth building, I've seen some it go, some of it going on in African American communities. Once again, I think we talked about a group uh, in Mississippi purchasing like 164 acres and 
Like it's going to be nothing but a black community, black families developing, and hopefully they can get a black police department because it's going to be a whole lot of black and you want to make sure you got your people protecting yourself. So, um, yeah, that's, it's still tragic what happened in, in, uh, in Atlanta. Speaking of tragic, <laughs> did you hear what's going on with Kirk Franklin's son? What's, what's going on with, with, with um... Saints? Saints? <laughs> Saints, what's going on? What's going what's on with Kirk Franklin's son? You know what sucks? Like, he just came off the tiny desk, and his tiny desk was slapping, like, a week and a half, two weeks ago. I sent a text message out, like, yo, this is not a drill. Kirkland Franklin is on the tiny desk, and he's fucking it up, in Jesus' name, right? In Jesus' name. And then a week later, Rain I believe... down on me. That's my <laughs> joint right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did he do that one? No, no, he Look, so and I'm going to keep it real. This is how powerful music can be. I was already a part of the church being in the church. But Kirk Franklin music was so good that you could go anywhere and put it on and people were fucking with it. You could be in the hood. We rocking with Kirk. You know what I'm it's church over mm-hmm. here. You go, you right. go to the club and rock with Kirk Franklin. Do you understand Listen. me? The only Christian artist that I felt was universal. So anyway, continue. There's I, one more. There's one more. I think Mary Mary has that appeal too. When they got yeah, Mary bit. Mary gets it into. But Kirk was the first later. one for me. Mm-hmm, like for I'd sure. be riding in the whip on a Sunday. Rolling through the spot, windows down, blasting Kirk Franklin. <laughs> with the with the rims popping and you know, the car washed and I'm looking I'm fly, right? No, no, he's yeah, not he in the news for being addicted to porn. Now he's being in the he's in the news for his son. What's going on? So he has an estranged son, apparently. I believe he's 32 years old. His name is, I think, Carrion or Carrion Franklin. Carrion Franklin. Um, apparently, they were having a, because he's estranged, they were having an a uncomfortable conversation. There was a therapist involved, but that wasn't the part that we got. We got the part where Kirkland, I don't know if his name is Kirkland, I just like to call him that. Yeah. Um, Kirkland was in old boy's ass and said, don't you disrespect me. You know I'll what? break your neck, my nigga. Yeah, you know what? We got I'll the audio. your motherfucking ass. Let's, let's go. Let's play the audio. I got the audio. Let's go. Piece of paper. Okay. If you think I'm ready this paper, let me say it like this. When your bitch ass starts to disrespect me, then that gets so Oh. Oh. He just hung up the phone. 
I'll break your neck. Is that a threat? Let's listen to it one more time. I gotta catch this. This just got deep. I've never heard this before. That that was a lot to digest. That was unfortunately I didn't quite hear it, but you can give me the high point. Okay, so I remember it's a little bit old to me. I don't remember being shocked by it though when I did hear it a couple days ago. I'm not it's not that I'm I'm shocked, right? Because as as a parent mm-hmm. first of all, when he came on he called his son a bitch ass, <laughs> right? And th- that's how we, we heard the beginning of this conversation. You can get your bitch ass out the way. And then it was further exasperated by laughter in the background. Somebody laughed. It was Somebody funny. Was good. Somebody was funny. I remember that. I was like, damn, where's Somebody going? was, it was busting a gut, right? And mm-hmm. then the son follows up with, 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 shut the fuck up. And that's when Kirk went next level. Like, you're not going to disrespect me. I'll put my, you know, I'll break your motherfucking neck. You know what I'm saying? First of all, you're not going to tell me shut the fuck up. And I don't come back and get in that ass. Okay? I'm just going to keep it real. My dad is 68. I'm 42. If I told my dad to shut the fuck up, even though at this at, at his advanced stage, I would probably whoop his ass, I know his comeback would be of an aggressive nature. If I said, yo, pops, fuck you. My father would probably attempt to try and kill me. Okay? I don't see any issue with anything going on here. I don't think it was a problem for Mm -hmm. us to see the real Kirk Franklin. Let's not act like Kirk is not a real human being who feels real emotions. Did people expect Kirk Franklin to be like, hey, son, you know what? Yes, fuck me. I I love you very much, and may God bless you. Is that what was, was we expecting that? Listen, it's a lot of conversation about this conversation. I didn't expect none of that shit. Kirk said exactly what the hell he should have said. Facts. He's a regular nigga. He's a standard issue dad who happens to be <laughs> in the business of making holy ghost tunes. And that's right. it. Other than that, you say something crazy to me, my nigga. I'll have to well, know. On top, of that, on top of that, when has been, when has it ever been being from the church meant you didn't whoop ass? Never, there's a lot but, of motherfuckers but, in the church that whooped that. There's a there's a pedestal that we like to put our Holy Ghost partners 
on, but they didn't ask for that. Yeah, you talk no. crazy to them about them, about their family. Shout out, money. shout they out to the homie manifest. Out. He said it was shocking to me. That's Hood Franklin, I guess. Hood Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't Hood Franklin. That was normal, Kurt. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine, and and for me, I don't, I don't think it's a situation where um, something turbulent in my glass, and I'm having a problem. I don't think it's a situation for me, Britt, where it's like, all right, what was so bad about it? Like, because he was Nothing. cursing? Nothing it can't was bad be about the it. cursing. Because he said he would break his son's neck? That's I was perfect. told that when I was, I was eight. <laughs> That's perfect. He should have proceeded to then find his son. And, and, and whoop and his ass. Right. Yeah. That was the expected part. I was like, oh, this is it? It was just a conversation? He didn't do nothing else? I had wholeheartedly expected him to find that nigga and come with big with big bodied niggas with him because you know Kirkland is little. Just to be sure the job gets done, I'm paying you to whoop this nigga because he said something crazy to me. Yes. So y'all go whoop him now and I'll be right behind you when you're done. Man, being raised in my household... Regina Kennard was not having it. Do you understand me? I was in the fourth grade and I told her she was abusing me. And she <laughs> she politely proceeded to punch me in my shit. Blood just trickling down my nose. And then was like, oh, let me go ahead. I'll call the cops for you. I'll tell them I whooped your ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and I probably deserved it. I was hanging out with my white brethren and I up jumped the boogie trying to talk all reckless <laughs> to my mom. That's where, that's where you went wrong initially. Not that the fact that they was white, but you did start to rub off. Yeah, it did. You said something crazy. Yeah, I know I did. I know I did. I was on the line. She should have caved your whole throat in. My nigga. That's what I'm saying. And so for <laughs> me, I'm not. I'm not upset. I'm not shocked. If anything, I'm more disappointed in his son's need for attention because you felt like you was exposing Kirk Franklin, but the real no, you probably needed that shit, my nigga. I'm not going to say that. I don't know. Well, okay. The only thing I will say is that as much as I want to co-sign him feeling how he feels and talking how he wants to to his kid... I personally wouldn't if I had a child. I don't know, but I don't think I would be able to put those words on my kid, but I could probably definitely whoop their ass. You're not going to talk to me any kind well, of ways. You might not be 15 motherfuckers. Okay, and, and so you're but right. You're bad, but, but I will whoop you down. I'm shout out to, shout out way, to Cal. Cal jumped on. He said interesting points. I like to comment about putting people on a pedestal that they did not ask for. That's one hundred percent. That's one hundred percent. I mean, I, we 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 do that to. I I feel like the black community does that to their religious leaders. They do. And if you just happen to make to anybody, it, celebrities, basketball well, yeah, players. When it comes, mm, no, because if LeBron James, if LeBron James got caught cheating or had any other drama that was popping off out here, people would be trying to tear him down because he's a basketball player. 
not realizing no. that this no. dude is a human being. No, people people hold him to a higher standard. Oh, he's married. He should not be out here doing trifling mm. things. People holding to a no, higher standard. Canard, canard, no, stop that. We don't we don't hold I, athletes I think, no, and I entertainers to higher standards. We don't. You know, Canard, listen here to me today, okay? I believe there is a an assumption that people who have certain professions do certain things. If I'm an athlete that travels 70% of the year, guaranteed someone, most people, a lot of people are thinking, oh, yeah, he's dipping off another pussy here and there. It's, I would hope. it's expected. It's yeah, expected. It's the assumption. Right. So to say that if LeBron James cheated on his wife whom he loved so dearly, we wouldn't be like, LeBron, what? We would never oh, see Oh, please. Twitter would explode. They would be tight. But they wouldn't be like, oh, this is this is completely out of character for a professional athlete making millions of dollars who hardly has time to see his wife and family. Come on. Be real. That's a good point, Kurt, too. Cal Kurt just said, is, think about what happened to Tiger Woods. Tiger did not ask for it, but we are in his, in his business. If I crash my vehicle, people would not care. Not give a damn. <laughs> they definitely Kurt is in the shit. business of, of representing faith, religion, holiness, goodness, and all things that are right. And so y'all just, so, so wait a minute. Cause I never looked at Kirk Franklin like that. Cause Kirk Franklin said he had a porn addiction. That immediately told me that court, that Kirk Franklin normal as hell. <laughs> he's, he he's, is, he is just a normal, normal, regular dude. Just, just like the way LeBron James is normal, but the, what they represent are different things. Well, then people need to stop putting these expectations on people. That's, that's the people fault. Yeah, when it comes down to it, they're both men doing their job. And thing, different things come with this job. But the preconceived notion that we have around what they do precedes them. Yeah. So if Kirk, if Kirk beat his wife's ass, okay, Ooh. and, and, and uh, Floyd Mayweather beat his girl's ass, we're not looking at them in the same way. It's no, I don't think we're looking at them in the same way. What I'm saying we're is, is people we're disappointed in Kurt. We people people are still going to try and tear them down, right? They're going to try and tear them down from the pedestal that we've put them on, right? They don't, you know what I'm saying? They didn't ask to be put up there. We put them there, and so if LeBron James got caught cheating, or or uh, you know Mayweather beats. You know his girlfriend. Th- those are things where people are gonna want to tear them down in similar fashion. Like people are really trying to tear Kirk Franklin down. How? He's a parent who was he's a, disrespected. He's, he's a parent whose occupation precedes him. That's it. It would be different if you were a child psychologist then I'd be disappointed. If you were a child psychologist and this is how you were interacting with your child, you were professionally trained on how to deal with children and communicate, Mm -hmm. and this is what I heard from you as a child psychologist, then at that point I'd be like, now that's some pretty pretty crazy shit. You're supposed to know how to handle it. I, I agree, but he's there to uphold values. 
things that we associate with religion. That's what we proceed. That's that's how his occupation precedes him. Well, when we I found was, out that he had a porn addiction, we were like, ooh, he's suspect. Not really, but he's still a normal human being. He's normal. It it gave them a level, it gave him a level of normalcy. And now that he didn't cuss out his kid, now he's more normal. His pedestal's getting lower and lower. That's all. I don't know what his relationship is with his son. I would you know, once again, he I'm a father. He, was, he said he was estranged. Right. I, I'm a father. Um and I've even had family members where, you know, they were father to, with other fathers to other kids within our family that like the child wasn't Is doing it wrong to do this again. What's that? Is it wrong to do this again? No, go here. Mama shoot. This is no uh, dialogue. It's a dope dialogue podcast. We can have two drinks. You live in your best it's, life. It's white people Wednesday. <laughs> right. It's St. Patty's Day. Drink up. Um, but you know, as a father, I would like to say that if, if I felt like my child wasn't doing the things that I felt were right, it isn't that I am not going to talk to you, but I can't financially support you. And it seems that the, that was a couple of things that the son had mentioned, Oh, my my dad don't financially give me anything. He don't support me. He, I don't know if people know this, but when you turn 18, you, like, you, you're not really supposed to be financially supported by anybody other than yourself. Right? I, I don't I don't know if that's a new concept, but like people expecting financial support after 18. That's a confusing concept. Now, they may want to help you, but at 18, if you're not in college, you got to go get a job. I think the adult line needs to be raised personally. You you think what? The line of adulthood needs to be raised. Why? It either needs to be raised or I don't like the idea that you can be 18 and considered independent, but also the only thing you really can't do is drink. Um, but I think that's stupid. Well, you can't smoke like either dumb. until you're 21. They changed the age no. for smoking. What? Yeah. You can't buy no cigarettes here without being a, hold on. Now I got to go to the Googles. Mother said, not in this good old state of California. Um, Shit, we people are buying weed here, so we don't give a Yeah, no, that's that's a different state. I think in Texas. I just think it's dumb that people can go to war and fight for a country and be 18 but can't have a beer at a bar. Yeah, tobacco in Texas, you have to be 21 to purchase. So so in Texas, are you not a grown up to you to 21? I don't know, but but the truth is, is you can is, be sorry, you can look so you can be a dependent if you still mm-hmm. stay with your parents mm-hmm. up to twenty five. You can be on your mm-hmm. parents' insurance Ooh, if I you see. live with your parents up to twenty five. Eighteen is the age of which mandatory education is is complete at eighteen. Yeah. You don't have to get any more education if you don't. At 18, they figure that you have had enough education 
to either make a decision about your life in regards to going to college or going to find a trade or a job. That's why 18 is the legal limit or enlisting in the army. Right. Um, and so <laughs> Cal said, if he's estranged then the child may not feel he needs to respect his father, especially if he does not support him. How can you enforce if you do not support? I don't think you can. I don't think that you can. But what you can do is tell him, don't call me. Don't bother me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who called who. I don't know who was in the way. But let's say that, you know, uh, my son decided to be, you know, the biggest drug dealer in Texas and be a killer and all of that. I don't want to have nothing to do with that. That, I don't support that, my guy. Do I love you? Yeah. But if you call me, I'm going to tell you you're bullshitting. Y'all here fucking up. I agree. This is about to be a drunk podcast. I ain't drinking in a minute. You're funny. We about to rap anyway because I got a, I got, I got a, I got a couple things to do. Dig <laughs> As they say in Mo' Better Blues, it's a dick fact. So I watched wow. that for the first time. Sidebar. I've never watched it. it I didn't know that Denzel Washington was in it. You know, I, I thought that I caught all of the Spike Lee joints, but yesterday I watched Mo Better Blues. I saw bits and pieces, but I didn't I didn't see the whole thing until yesterday. That was a pretty dope movie. Uh but I digress. <clears throat> There's one more thing I do want to talk about before we get out of here. Um, what is it? Our young lady, Sharon Osbourne. Oh, I thought it was a better one. Damn it. Yeah, we got we got Sharon Osbourne being being racist. I thought Cheryl, we were talking about the whites at the Grammys. Cheryl Underwood. Oh, we can talk about that, too. We can talk about that, too. Okay, let's make the Sharon conversation short, because I don't really have a lot for her. Do you? Well, right now, right now was killing me about it, right? What's killing me about Sharon and Cheryl is she told, here, let me see if I can get the video. Okay, let me. I hate when you get the video, Kennard. I want the video. I mean, I like when you get the video for the people, but I just hate it for myself. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, well. Anyway, I'll talk to everybody else while you get it together. You going to talk to her? Talk I'm to Cal. Talk to C. Kennard. C. Kennard in there. Like, I'm at the bar. On Saint yeah, we partying today. What y'all drinking? What y'all got? I should have went out here. You drink that drink. green beer? That's disgusting. But it's okay. You have I your own choices. I got a drink. I Matter of fact, you know what? We're going to start drinking. We're going to drink. We're going to do us. Oh, no. You know what I realized, though? Let's. We're going to be honest today because, you know, it's why not? It's uh tell the truth ass Wednesday. I just realized that my in town joint is out of town for a wedding this weekend. Uh oh. And that that makes me sad to think about. Because right. because at this point I could do this one more time and make a calculated um terrible decision. Are you trying to you trying to make a bad decision? Yeah, but I can't make one because that nigga gone. <laughs> that's funny, and that's all I want to say. Because <clears throat> I tell, 
And now I just gotta be a regular normal bitch, just you know, sleepy in the bed, half drunk. I'm gonna do this again. Oh, do we about to be drunk podcasting? Wow. Okay, we have to save a drunk a drunk pod for like once a month. We can't do this every we can't do this every week. It'll get out of control. Come on, man. Get the ads out of the way. Okay, here we go. Everybody goes, if you support him, then you must be racist because he's racist. I'm not racist. Neither is Piers racist. Sharon Osbourne says she's sorry following Mm. Wednesday's heated discussion about Piers Morgan on the talk. And I think we should stop this And don't try and cry because if anyone should be crying, it should be me. Right now, I'm talking to a woman who I believe is my friend. And I don't want anybody here to to watch this and say that we're attacking you for being racist. I think it's Anything. too late. I think that okay. seed's already sown. While the women of the talk barely addressed that debate during Thursday's show. We are a TV family here. Sometimes we argue <laughs> yesterday and sometimes we laugh. But we are back together again today. Sharon did take to social media to apologize and further explain her point of view. The 68-year-old wrote in part, quote, to anyone of color that I offended and or right, to I've anyone that enough. feels confused or let down. I didn't see enough of the show to really understand what was really going on other than she was trying to defend Piers Morgan, which my dad taught me early on, some battles you don't fight. I'm not I'm not here trying to defend Piers Morgan. I don't care if we friends. Shut up. Don't talk. And the fact that you defended him, then it does make you look like a racist because Piers Morgan is a racist, right? Um, and then for you to tell Cheryl Underwood she better not cry. Who are you, Sharon Osborne? Who you know what I'm saying? Like, why are you out of pocket? Now, I know Brittany going to say her belief is that older white people are inherently racist. Yes, I stand by my statement. I said what I said. I don't I don't know if I can subscribe to that, but it's more than likely. The vast majority. I will not say it applies to all, but I will say the majority. Right, we can't right. generalize, but more than likely. She, the reason she why... She's the home of racism. The reason why this is crazy is because they, they've stopped taping the show. Like the, the show's not airing because there's issues between Sharon and now Cheryl. And well, Cheryl is probably gonna get the boot. She don't have the center chair. She probably makes less money than Sharon. I hate that their names are so similar right now. God damn. Yeah, it, it's um, a tongue twister. Twisted tongues. Um, I don't know how they're going to solve it, but I can't imagine. Unless they're trying to make a statement. Unless they really want to go hard on like proving a point to like, you cannot be mean to these minorities. This is not a good thing. Well, I don't know how you get rid of Cheryl when it wasn't Cheryl who did anything. That doesn't make sense it's, to me. The white woman is being racist on TV. Let's get rid of the black lady. Because that's, and when I laugh, huh? 
It won't be the first time in history that something that didn't. No, make sense it wouldn't happened. be the first time. I don't watch the talk anyway, or the view, I don't or, or any of them. But I, I just I find it if Cheryl is kicked off the show, we gonna have a problem. You know what I'm it saying? It might be a good ass severance. I don't want no severance. I'm just saying she might take it. They can't boot her off in in. The thing that would probably I could see happening is that the chemistry be like real fucked up. And, and so, but yes, but well, the chemistry is going to be season, messed up. When the new season rolls around, they're going to have to make some adjustments, and then they'll put it on that. Like when new contracts come up, it might be that kind of situation. Like, oh, we're going to offer it to one person and not the other, or whatever the fuck. I don't think they're going to get rid of it right now. Kyle said the issue is white privilege. The discussion is they feel that they can say. And do things and not suffer any consequences. Talk it's about not that they feel Cal. it. It's not that they feel it, Cal. They can't. Are we saying Cal like California? Yeah, like C-A-L, Cal. Okay, thank you. We got Cal, we got Manifest, so much going on. Yeah, the issue, so is, the, the issue is they can say what they feel. And mm-hmm. things don't change. They don't suffer any consequences. Not that they feel it, and that's why Piers Morgan stormed off because because somebody challenged him and said, "Hey, homie, you can't say that." He's like, "The he the fuck I can't, <laughs> the you fuck I know. can't." <laughs> History is proven. Yes, I can. The fuck I can't. I definitely can say that 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 uh that that Meghan Markle isn't black. And she's a terrible person. I can say what the fuck I want to say. No, Pierce, you can't. Do they, do they mean, do you think they meant to say she's white passing or that she wasn't black? No, he said that she wasn't black. There's a whole bunch oh. of people said that she wasn't black. And then oh, okay. Cal said, look at January 6th. Yeah, they just ran up on the Capitol. Do what we want to do. We here. We storming. We storming the building because we can't. The one boy he said said I ain't, I ain't going to court if I gotta wear a mask. So they moved this date. <laughs> they moved this date. You know what? You, you're right. You you don't have to come in here if you don't wear a mask. We need to be more accommodating. We're so sorry, sir. Why we would why would we why would we treat you not like a criminal? Listen. The, the the clerk was like, let me just look in the calendar to see if I can find another date. Don't worry. I don't love the mask either. Yeah. I, you know what? COVID's going around. We'll, we'll just completely new date for you. You don't have to wear it. Todd? Todd? For those... Brent doesn't want to come in. Let's, let's find him a new day. <laughs> for hey. those that don't know American skin... Uh... American Skin was a great movie that came out on, I want to say, Amazon Prime. It was about a black man who, after his black son was killed, went in to the police station and held the police station hostage. Um, and they they went they went through and had a trial for the cop. And he was judged by some of the inmates that were in jail. Uh, it was a very, very good movie. Uh, spoiler alert, black man is killed at the end. 
Um, I am fine. Because as a black man, you can't take no police station hostage and not live. Um, Cal said QA9 needs organic food, and they gave right. He refused to eat. He was like, "I only eat organic food." One second, okay. sir. We'll we'll take care of that. We'll Don't get worry. you. We'll get you taken care of. Speaking we'll of white privilege, of the pantry. Speaking of the privilege of whiteness. Uh oh, another one. It's been a very this 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 has been a very white episode, it, and it just happened to land on the whitest holiday. Same path. Um, green beer. Listen, I don't. Sorry, carry on. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm telling you. Don't give me too many Jamesons. It's a terrible day. Go ahead. Uh, Brittany out here living her best life, y'all. Pay no attention. Do you see I'm oh, this blazing? episode of Billboard? So, so it looks oh, like it looks like it's a situation where uh, the young Billie Eilish no. won a Grammy for album. Was it album of the year or record of the year? I think it was a record. Yeah. Well, it's a record, you know, record's just one song. Right. Record of the year. And in her speech, I think that there was some apology or a feeling that Meg the Stallion should have won. Uh Adele apologizing to Beyonce uh that year that 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 she won, and Macklemore apologizing to Kendrick where white artists are winning the Grammy instead of a highly competitive, uh, and maybe an argument can be made that these black artists should have won the Grammys in the aforementioned categories that they were in. What are your thoughts? Oh, you're talking to me. <laughs> Was Billie Eilish out of line? Should she just said thank you for the award and kept it moving? No. you. When you give a speech, you give what's on your heart, right? So if that's how she felt, why couldn't she say that? However, I do think it's a little bit... It makes for an awkward situation when you're a white artist doing what you think is good work, I could imagine, I don't know, I'm not a white artist and I'm not doing their work. Um, but I can imagine they put the same amount of effort and energy and, into their work that the black artists do. Respectfully, I'm sure they do. So for you to say like, damn, I, I did what I could, but I still think their shit slapped harder than mine right. and they deserve I don't think that's a bad thing, but I do think it makes for an awkward situation to where you have to explain that. And it seems like it happens a lot. But well, also, but, I don't but think, I think awards that... go to who the mass public thinks that it should go to right. often. Right. Regardless well, they're black, well, white, for, those, for those that don't know, Grammys for the better part are paid for. Even the nominations, right? That's why... That's why I think that The Weeknd was so upset. I think he made his album. I think they submitted what they thought was a Grammy-worthy project. Um, and once again, just like with any organization, there are politics to be paid. We don't know if The weekend rubbed the right shoulders or paid the right people or greased the right pockets. Um, and so I, I look at it and 
I hope that people are not criticizing Billie Eilish, Adele, or Macklemore, but I know that that's what's going to happen, right? Because most people say, well, if you felt that Megan should win it, just give it to her. Uh, it doesn't work like that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it doesn't make it any different if I, if I give you this. this is, right. This is yours. No. Yeah, this is your Grammy, even though it has my name on it. Right. The records still state yeah. that I won something that you didn't. So. Yeah, I think people's beef, if it's a problem, it should be with the Grammys. But I, I think that, you know, for lesser known artists, it's something we still aspire to. I mean, I looked at, I mean, Meg did win one. Uh, and I saw her speech and she was overcome with an emotion for two reasons, right? Let's keep it real. The first is, is as an independent musician to finally reach that level uh, and be acknowledged by the body, the organization, the Grammys is is a great thing. But the second is, is that mean the price is going up? You know what I'm saying? When you are a Grammy award winner and you can put that behind your name, uh, the dollars change. When you hit the tour and you're promoting the project, Grammy award winning Meg the Stallions coming to your city. I need a hundred thousand for a show. I need seventy five k. I'm I'm running the I'm running the bag up off the nomination. Oh yeah, fine. And you can. The humility is out the door. Yeah, you can. What not to give me? Because listen, and so so winning a Grammy definitely changes the way the business is done for you. But I could tell it really, really meant a lot to her to win it. Outside of that. A lot of the artists that are already in the industry, Jay-Z, Drake, a lot of them know that the Grammys are corrupt to a certain extent and aren't needed to produce really, really good quality music. So uh, my fault would be with the Grammys, not Billie Eilish. I think she's a wonderful artist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't think you... You don't have to apologize. You can say, hey... I really thought that Meg should have won it, but I'm not. I'm not saying sorry for shit. But uh, bitch, I won. Just in case there was some confusion, I think that Meg's an awesome artist and she should have won. Thank you, everybody. I'm gonna go drink some champagne out this hoe. That being said, look, we have to end there. Uh, we like that you guys joined us. Uh, we did miss the homie uh, Zeus. Zeus, we hope you had a good day. We hope that being here early didn't throw you off. Uh, But we definitely appreciate Manifest Cal and the others that came in to hang out with us on an earlier episode of the Dope Dialogue podcast. For Brittany King, I'm the homie Kennard. Enjoy St. Patty's Day, and we are out. Cheers.